Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another program. Now, this is the last episode in the series on the first 100 days. Lessons in leadership from the football bosses, Phil Denton and Mickey Mellon. It's chapter 10 and it's the final chapter. It's gone really quickly going through this it's been a great journey just going through it the second time but this is chapter 10 the last chapter judgment day and they concentrate on the last 20 days days 80 to 100 in the first 100 day cycle so here we go chapter 10 you've now and we'll just continue the analogy really because that's what phil and mickey do you've now pedaled and pedaled and pedaled and you're almost at cruising altitude you've negotiated the first three months or so and you're still in the job and you are looking to maintain the victories that you've achieved obviously and the successes you've gained and looking to get into that different phase which is the more of a it's not a a a sit back and relax phase but it's the cruising altitude you've got the ship the plane off the ground you've got the ship out of the harbour and you're on your way now just because the seatbelt sign is switched off as they say on an aeroplane it's not time to switch off not time for the cabin crew to go to sleep they have to remain alert and vigilant and get on with what it is that they need to do the captain still needs to know the destination keep checking all his dials, keep checking in with air traffic control, whatever they do, and the journey goes on. But it becomes a little less frantic and a little less effortful in terms of all-out effort to get to this stage, if that makes sense. You have to maintain the things that you've already put in place. So you have to keep making sure that the standards are set, everybody's reaching the levels you want, and you have to tweak here and there. It's not necessarily now about laying down the rules and the foundations and the expectations, because that should have already been done. It's about tweaking and reminding and improving. You've got to keep hammering home the principles in in that way. Because people need to be reminded, organisations need to be reminded. And, you know, human nature is that we will all relax given the opportunity. It's just the way we are as beings. And if you want to keep things tight, if you want to keep things on the right track, they will need constant observation and that tweaking mechanism, as we've already talked about. Phil and Mickey talk about the fact that, look, success long-term is about relationships and everybody has to contribute. And it's about ensuring that people know what their responsibilities are. 
It's encouraging their contribution. And it's doing things like finding somebody doing something positive and recognizing that. I can honestly say, and I'm sure you can resonate with this and think think back to your own life. How many times in the organizations that you've worked in have you ever been found doing something positive and something good and got recognized for it? If you have, you may well be still at that organization or you may look back with with, with a fond remembrance. Uh, th- there's many organizations that, that do not have those kind of things in place, but Phil and Mickey urge us to be one of those that does. People need responsibilities. They urge us to get our boots on, which means, look, you know, get out on the shop floor, get out on the training ground, be there, be a presence. Let people know that you get out when it's raining and it's wet and it's cold and that you do take the trips and people will, that you empathize with them. People will recognize that you are one of them. You're not stuck in an ivory tower in your office coming out once a week and giving an order and going back in. That doesn't create harmony. It doesn't create love. It doesn't create longevity. It it's something that, that is distant and is is of time gone by if we are to learn anything from, from real leadership, in my opinion. So get out there, be a part of it. Doesn't mean that you don't have to have a respect in a hierarchy. It just means that you create relationships and people see you around and you're a presence and recognized as the leader. People need a moral purpose. They they need to see an example of that. So they need that so that you're not constantly laying down rules all the time about absolutely everything. People need to have that. They need to have something something to guide them. And, and, and that comes from the culture. And, and that's what, you, with all the little things you do, all the comments you do, all the chats you have, you're constantly trying to lay down that morality of what it is you want in your organization. So, it, so people's moral compasses run the organization ultimately, and they know what's right, they know what's wrong, they know what's expected, and it doesn't need a list of rules from one to a hundred on the wall to tell them. It just happens because that's what the culture is here. And yes, there needs to be an attention to detail. And Phil and Mickey talk about that. There has to be an attention to detail. The devil is always in the details. You know, you, you deal with lawyers, they, 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 they will tell you the ins and outs of everything because the, te- the attention to, to detail is often where, where the power is. You know, the, You've got to know people who are great in their sphere, who are experts in their niche. They understand detail. They've been down the road. They've dug deep. They've read journals. They've been in meetings. They've asked questions. They understand things at a different level than somebody else. And that often comes with experience. But pay attention to detail. There's a reminder in the book about in this chapter about the great book Legacy. 
where James Kerr talks about the All Blacks sweeping the sheds even after they've won the World Rugby Cup. The greatest rugby team in the world. Fans are celebrating. The media is going crazy. Photographers are snapping left, right and centre. There's blaring music, lights and the All Blacks are sweeping their dressing room before they go out and receive their adulation because that is what they do. And that is an example of detail and an example of a moral purpose and people being aligned in a culture and with a purpose. Phil and Mickey remind us that the three key things that individuals want, and we all want these as people when we're working in an organisation. We want to be fairly paid or remunerated for what we do. You know, let's not beat about the bush. Everybody wants to be paid as well as possible. And people know what's fair and people know what's not. And people, number one, want to be paid fairly. Number two, they want to have a sense of purpose, which is linked to what we were talking about just previously. They need a sense of purpose. And that's up to you to provide that and find that and show them the way. And number three, they need a degree of autonomy to be fully happy and fully engaged. That means they have a degree of responsibility, but they can make decisions within their area of responsibility so that they're not being completely dictated to on a, on a minute by minute, week by week basis. And it's, it's something that resonates very strongly with me and I'm sure it does with you. We all need to have that autonomy in our lives. So three things, well paid, fairly paid, a sense of purpose and an autonomy within your area of jurisdiction. Beware of what they call the God complex. You know, it's really easy. The ego gets out of control. We think we're having a little bit of success. We start to think we know it all and we can be overcome with how things are going and things can go really, really well. And at that point, it's really dangerous. And that's what they're referring to, the God complex. Beware that you think you know it all. Beware that you think you're all powerful. You can't be defeated. And there are not other alternatives and points of view. There has to be a humility, maintenance of humility. And one of the great coaches that, that I worked with, a guy called Kenny Swain, always used to talk about respecting the opposition, no matter what. And there's a difference between fearing the opposition, getting bogged down in, over-analysis of the opposition and worry and concern. That's not what he was talking about. He was talking about respect. And that respect of the opposition came from a position of humility. And that's what Phil and Mickey are talking about. So beware that you think you know it all and have all got all the answers. Moving on to the leadership. You know, you wouldn't be in this position if you hadn't got a a certain level of intelligence and whether you call that IQ or not in relation to your role. So you will have to have had 
some qualifications to be in the position you're in. So you have an ability to do the job, to lead a team, to manage, to coach, to, to do what it is. You must have had some success or appear to have all the attributes that can achieve success. They talk about Mark Palios and moving on from something that's even more important than the IQ is the EQ or the emotional quotient. And that is where you have the ability to relate to people, the ability to understand yourself, to live in the world, to work in the world, to act in the world, to create and produce along with other people. And that is what they consider to be the, the holy grail of leadership, if you like. It's not just about being intelligent and having all the answers and being technically great. It's also about this position of leadership where you bring other people and get the best out of others. It's remembering that it's always club before individual. It's not about you. It's not about an individual player. It's not about another member of staff. It's about the club as a whole. And I think, you know, that's why you can look at Sir Alex Ferguson. And one of the things that stands out about Sir Alex, for me, is that he was never averse to letting go iconic, almost legends of the club. You know, and to move on people like Brian Robson and Paul McGrath and Mark Hughes and I know all, all all the people who were, you know, almost Manchester United themselves. But he saw through that. He saw beyond that. And club is greater than any individual. And it always has to be like that. And if you recognize that, it will be something that stands you in good stead and will help you see a bigger picture because it's not just about now it's not just about the game today it's about tomorrow it's about the future it's about the club as a whole the wider community and it's not just about the result today the thing that has to be we always have to be reminded of is that if results don't go our way if we do not win games then, look, we ain't going to be in a job. And there's always this balance, but we have to see the bigger picture, as Phil and Mickey remind us. They remind us of four Ps, which is a, like a stairway to success. And uh, it's almost uh, a four Ps of the stairway that we've travelled over these 100 days. And it's position, recognising that the, the position that you're in and the club's in when you first come into the situation and then number two the people understanding what people you've got who you've got and what people you need to take the organization to the next level the third p is process understanding what processes need to be put in place so that the people can take the club from the position it's in and move it onwards and upwards and the fourth p they term as persistence the ability to keep putting those practices with the people, with the processes in place 
so that the position of the club moves onward and upward. The four Ps, uh, as we come to the end of chapter 10, and that essentially brings us almost to the close of the book. And it certainly brings us to the close of the chapter 10, Judgment Day. And it's, it, it's, come on, it's come to a point really quickly that, you know, I think the way they've summed, summed the book up with those four Ps at the end, the understanding the position, because that's what they talked about in the first couple of chapters, the time before you actually enter your manager's office and sit in the chair. You've got to do all the homework to understand the position. And it's also about understanding yourself and all the homework you do on yourself to recognise your own strengths and your own weaknesses. And then the second P that they finish off with, the, the people. Again, recognising the messages in the book that run so strongly through it that it's not about you. It's about a team and it's about other people and what they can bring to the table, their strengths, their weaknesses, and how you can get people to work together. And then the processes, the things you have to put in place, the disciplines, what you need, the structures, so that it can become automatic. And then the persistence to keep it going. Well, that really does bring us to the end of Phil and Mickey's book, The First 100 Days. It's a phenomenal book, which is why I decided to do this series of podcasts and videos on it. And look, I really hope it's helped. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've certainly uh, learned buckets and buckets from it. I think it's a, it's a wonderful volume and I cannot recommend strongly enough that you get a copy and go through it yourself and find out what it is that resonates with you. But whatever you are in your life, wherever you are in your football journey or coaching management and leadership journey, I, uh, I thank you for listening and um, I wish you all the very best. Let me know what you think. www.robrowse.co.uk Catch you later. Bye-bye. The Leader Manager Coach Podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.